0: You know how beautiful it is when someone tells you about themselves? Wow, well, for human beings, it can be a lie. But imagine when God tells you something about himself. When God describes himself to you. When God, sort of in human terms, makes a boast to you. And God cannot lie. So what is God saying today? Well, before we go into the message, I just want to show you something in Exodus 15, verse 26. And it reads, He said, If you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, obeying his commands and keeping all his decrees, then I will not make you suffer any of the diseases I sent on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord. Who heals you wow this is god describing himself or in human terms let me say making a boast making a boast this is god kind of announcing himself this is god writing his cv this is god's resume this is god's own words this is god writing myself about himself and He tells the Israelites, I am the Lord who heals you. God announces that he is a healing God. He is a healer and he heals his people. Let's get into today's message as we receive healing for our bodies, our minds, our soul, even our spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen. Father, we give you glory in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for everyone listening at this moment. Thank you for their life. Thank you for their health. Thank you for their wealth. Thank you for protecting them. Thank you for keeping them. Thank you for maintaining them. Thank you, O God, for the blessing upon their lives. Thank you, O God, for your favor that surrounds them. Thank you, O God, for coming through for them. Thank you, O God, for helping them. In the name of Jesus, thank you for the other day when they called upon you and you were present to help. Thank you for your interventions in their life thank you heavenly Lord in the name of Jesus thank you beloved for joining us once again today today we want to continue in the series on healing and today we want to speak about healing for our bodies healing for our bodies and we are trusting God that even as we learn from his word we study from his word The Bible says that he sent his word to heal their diseases. Even as we digest the word of God, if physical food can have such potency to heal ailments, to heal sicknesses, then this spiritual food, the word of God, about health, about healing, should heal us even more effectively Heal us on the mental level, heal us on the physical level, heal us on the spiritual level, heal us in all dimensions. May we receive wholeness from the Word of God and by the Spirit of God in the name of Jesus. Today our message is going to be taken from the book of James, James chapter 5 from the verse 13 to 16 and i like to read let me take it from the nlt the nlt Says, are any of you suffering hardships you should pray are any of you happy you should sing praises Are any of you sick, you should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. Verse 16. Confess your sins to each other and pray For each other so that you may be healed the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results praise jesus glory to the lord i'd like us to pay attention to a couple of things we will zoom in very soon on verse 14 downwards but let us look at the context of this Particular passage. Groups of groups of people are addressed in this passage we just read. And the first group of people is people who are in some kind of trouble, people who are suffering hardships. And the apostle James, who is known in this book to be very practical in his approach, is given a prescription on what should be done. When one of us is suffering, what should we do when we are suffering? What should you do when you experience hardship of all kinds? What should you do when you are in some kind of trouble? What should you do when you are afflicted? And the apostle says you should pray. Prayer is a prescription that he gives for people who are suffering. I don't know what kind of suffering you may be in. But I know that the Apostle James says in today's reading that prayer is a prescription. Prayer is a prescription because there is answer in prayer or because answer comes by prayer. Solution comes by prayer. If anyone says that, is any of you suffering, let him pray or let them pray. What he is trying to say is that the answer to your question, the answer to your issue, the answer to your suffering can be found through prayer. He also means that there is provision for what you are in. There is provision for your situation that you can assess, that you can receive through prayer. But in the most clearest terms, what James is saying is God answers prayer and we can contact god when we are in situations predicament problems on earth prayer is the means by which we reach out to god and ask god for help and and james is telling us that god can intervene in our suffering in our hardship in our affliction however natural they are however physical they are whether they are being contributed to by physical factors, by spiritual factors, whatever the cause is, the Apostle James does not explain, he does not exclude, but he says as a general prescription that for suffering, for affliction, for trouble, I prescribe prayer. Prayer is something that we cannot underestimate. Prayer is something that we cannot rule out, even for issues even for sufferings even for hardships that are caused by physical factors the general prescription is prayer i heard someone say the other time that prayer is the key and even if prayer is not the key it is the key holder it is important to understand that the bible encourages us as believers to pray about everything he That does not limit us from doing other things. And that is why we say that the the, the writer, the writer of this particular book, is very practical in his ways. And so if he says that is anyone among you suffering, are any of you suffering hardships, you should pray. He is not banning you from doing every other thing. He's not banning you from thinking. He's not banning you from taking steps to address your situation. But this apostle is being very practical about spirituality. And he said that one practical thing about being spiritual is that you pray about your problems. You pray about your hardships. You pray about your afflictions. You pray about your sufferings. It is that you air out your issues in the presence of God. You air out your issues to the ears of God. You converse with God. You talk to God about your life. And he's prescribing this. Basically, for every other thing as we will see. Because the next thing he talks about is that is anyone happy? Are any of you happy? You should sing praises. Again, he's talking about being expressive of your emotions towards God. He's talking about expressing your emotions towards God. The first part, he's talking about emotions possibly of sadness. The emotions of anxiety. The emotions of feeling troubled feeling crushed, feeling broken, and he says that, pray, 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 petition God, ask God. Pray. The second part, he is talking about a positive emotion. You are excited, you are happy. You've received something, you've received an answer, you've received a miracle. Things are going on well for you. And he says that it does not give you a holiday. There is still some kind of prayer that you should be doing. But this time he's saying you should sing praises. In other words, it is still about communicating your joy to God, expressing your happiness towards God, expressing your happiness in God. The third group of people is the group that we want to focus on today. And that group is the group of people who may be sick among us. He says in verse 14 from the NLT, Are any of you sick? Are any of you sick? And the first thing that I would like to address, if I'm going to go ahead of myself, is the element of faith. He says, Are any of you sick? James is writing to believers, and he says that, Are any of you sick? Is anyone among you sick? Is anyone among you sick? The first thing I want us to address is sickness as it relates to faith. Sickness as it relates to faith. We see that sickness does not invalidate your faith or your salvation. Contrary to what some people may preach, the Bible does not say that when you are sick, it invalidates your salvation. Being sick does not mean that you are not saved. Being sick does not mean that you don't have faith, you don't believe in God. Feeling sick does not mean that you are not a very good child of God. Feeling sick does not mean that your faith in God has come down, your faith in God has reduced. Rather, feeling sick is an opportunity for you to express faith in God and receive healing from god this point is very very important so if you are feeling sick whether what whatever kind of sickness it is whether it's a headache or something more serious, it's a chronic disease, I want to encourage you that that sickness does not imply that you are not a true child of God. That sickness does not imply that you do not believe in God. That sickness does not imply that your salvation is invalid. James is writing practically to believers, and he says, are any of you sick? Is anyone among you sick? The the, the emphasis I want to lay is any of you. The emphasis, as other versions will say, is among you. There are people among the saved who will still feel sick. There are people among the saved who will still feel weak in one way or the other. And we cannot say that because they are sick, they are not born again. We cannot say that because they have some physical weakness, they have not been strengthened in their spirit man. We cannot say that because they have some physical illness, They have not received the righteousness of God. They have not received the salvation of God. They have not received the strength of God in their inner man. And they are not in good standing before God. Sickness cannot be a basis to discredit and invalidate the salvation of someone who has truly expressed faith in Christ Jesus. Rather, sickness is an opportunity for us to express faith in God through prayer. Through prayer. The second aspect of faith that I want to talk about is in the second part of verse 14 from the NLT. It says, You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer, now I'm in verse 15, such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick and the Lord will make you well. The second thing I want to say about faith is that, Sickness is an opportunity to express faith in prayer, and the prayer for sick people must be offered in faith. Verse 15 says, such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make you well. Praying for sick people, praying for sickness to leave you, that prayer, the Bible says, must be offered in faith. That means that it must be offered trusting God, trusting God, trusting God. It says, "The Lord will make you well. you must pray. Over that sickness, trusting God that He has the ability to make you well. It does not matter how serious the condition is. It does not matter what the doctors are saying. It does not matter what is medically possible or impossible. He says the Lord will make you well. It does not say the herbs will make you well. It does not say the doctors will make you well. It does not say the medical processes will make you well. It does not say that the therapy will make you well. He says that the Lord will make you well. And so, when you are praying, you have to pray. Exp- expressing faith in God you have to pray trusting God that he is able to make you well and once it is the Lord in the picture then there is no limitation because there is nothing that God cannot do Jesus said although it may be impossible with men it is possible with God and so I if you are dealing with doctors you can deal with them on the level of what is possible and what is not possible. But the moment you go on your knees and it is prayer that you are offering, the moment you invite the elders, you invite people, intercessors to pray with you, and it is prayer that they are offering, the Bible says your focus, your attention must shift from people, your attention must shift from the possibilities of the physical realm, and your attention must shift to the Lord, the Lord. The Lord will make you well. The Lord will make you well. So James says that the prayer for the sick must be offered in faith. It must be offered in faith. It must be offered with the belief that our God is able to heal the sick. It must be offered with the belief that it is in the power of God to heal the sick. It is in the power of God to cause any healing at all. It must be offered in faith. In faith. In faith. In faith. Faith is to believe in the word of God. In the word of God shows us that God has authority. God has power over every sickness. The Bible says that God asked Moses to put his hand inside his pocket, I should say. And the next moment, the hand was leprous. He instructed him again, and the next moment, the hand was healed. We serve a God who has power over the physical bodies of men, and we are saying that it does not matter whether this sickness is spiritually caused, physically caused, whatever the cause is whether it is a mental sickness, whether it is a psychological sickness, whatever sickness it is. The Bible says that when we begin to pray, when we begin to pray, we should pray in faith. If you are dealing with doctors, you can be talking about what is possible and what is not possible. You can can have the discussions on what is medically possible and what is medically impossible. But the Bible says that when it comes to prayer, when it comes to prayer if prayer is one of the things that you are approaching your sickness with then that prayer must be offered in faith and faith in nothing else but faith in the lord now it does not mean that when you are praying in faith you cannot be applying medicine it has not mean that when you are praying in faith you cannot be applying physical solutions alongside what it means is that for the prayer once you involve god Your trust ultimately should be in God. It means that even though the chances of a successful physical process may be low, once you are going through that process prayerfully, you should have 100% faith that the Lord is able to make you whole. That the Lord can heal you. Faith in God. Faith in God. No matter what... adam medicine you are taking if prayer is one of the prescriptions that you are going with then you have to be of faith and that is why there should be a difference between someone an unbeliever who is sick and a believer who is sick an unbeliever who is sick can be broken can be disturbed can be shattered their hope can be missing and lost oh but for a believer who is sick who is taking the prescription of prayer? I pray in the name of Jesus that faith will light up in your heart. In Jesus' name. The Bible even tells us about dead people that they are asleep and that we should not mourn over them as the world mourns. If death can be discussed in such a light manner, light manner comparatively, light manner because we are told not to mourn like the people of the world. How much more sickness? How much more sickness? No, how much less is sickness? Sickness is lesser. And I don't know how you feel today. I don't know what suffering, what sickness may be troubling you at this moment. But I have come to encourage you that if you are taking the prescription of prayer, then you should be alive with hope you be alive with faith because your God is able to make you whole. The last thing I want to say on faith is that faith is not just the belief that God can make you whole, that God can make you whole, but faith is the actual belief and expectation that God will make you whole. The Bible encourages us to pray, believing that we will receive. The Bible encourages us to pray, believing that we will receive. Even though we may not receive all that we expect through our prayers, even though some of our prayers may not receive the answers that we expect, the Bible encourages us to pray, believing that we will receive favorable answers from God. It says, such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick. So you pray, believing that I will be healed. I will be healed. The second might says, and the Lord will make you whole. You pray believing that God will make me whole. You believe that God will make me whole. God will make me whole. God will make me whole. God will make me, well. God will make me well. God will make me well. God will make me well. God will heal me. That is the expression of faith. It is not just that God can, that you believe that God will. And James is telling us that practically, when we are praying, we should pray believing that God can. God will heal the sick. In the name of Jesus, may sicknesses be healed by the Lord even through this podcast. In the name of Jesus, may physical ailments leave your body now. In the name of Jesus, from the tip of your head. To the sole of your feet, may every sickness troubling you leave your body because the Word of God says that God will heal you, that God will make you well. The Word of God says that the prayer offered in faith will heal the sick. In the name of Jesus, as we pray now, as I agree with you in prayer, receive healing in Jesus' name. God, show that you can. Father, show that you can. For I show that you can show your love in this special way. You said the other day that healing is the bread of the children. Lord, heal in the name of Jesus. The Bible says you pray, believing that God can and God will. You pray, you offer the prayer in faith. You offer the prayer in faith. You offer the prayer in faith. So I pray in faith over you now that you are healed. In Jesus' name, I pray in faith over you now that God will heal you now, that God will make you well, that you are receiving health from above, you are receiving healing from the word of God. Even this moment, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. The prayer for the sick must be offered in faith. The prayer for the sick must be offered in faith. And I say it means pray, believing that God will heal. Pray, believing that God can heal and god will heal the next thing i want us to talk about and this clearly has become an extended version of our podcast because we are usually around the 15 minutes parameter but the next thing i want to talk about is sin as it relates to sickness sin as it relates to sickness and that is in the second part of james chapter 5. Chapter 5, the verse 13. The NLT says, and if you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. Now, the context is important because James is talking about sick people being prayed for. And he says that as you pray for them, if they have committed any sins, they will be forgiven. Now, this is very important because we know that Jesus used the method of forgiveness to heal some people during his ministry. This is very important. And James is rehashing this and saying that if, 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 if he has committed any sins, if the person has committed any sins, the person will be forgiven now the lesson then is all sins are not a result of personal sin but some sorry all sicknesses are not a result of personal sin but some sicknesses or weaknesses in the body physical weaknesses may be springing from sin that is why The writer uses the word if, if, I want to to read that part again from the NLT says, and if you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. And so if means that it is possible that you are sick because of a certain sin, but it is also possible that you are sick and it is not because of any sin we see that Jesus in Mark chapter 2 verse 1 to 12 heals a paralyzed man by forgiving him. He heals a paralyzed man by forgiving him. We also see that Paul says in his letter to the Corinthians that Certain sins can make a person grow weak. A believer especially grow weak or even fall asleep. And fall asleep can be interpreted as death or as spiritual weakness. In 1 Corinthians 11 verse 30, Paul is instructing the church on why we must approach the Lord's Supper or the table of the Lord in reverence. And he says that for those who eat and drink without recognizing the body, they eat and drink judgment on themselves. Verse 30 says, that is why many among you are weak and sick and a number of you have fallen asleep. And so this angle of sin cannot be cut away it cannot be brushed under the carpet but it is important to clarify that not all sicknesses are a result of personal sin because again james says if if the second thing i want to say about sin is that this angle of this aspect of it means that in praying for the sick we must be concerned about their forgiveness and by extension their salvation or their spiritual standing their spiritual standing it is so easy to be shifted your focus can easily be shifted from spiritual priorities into physical things the need for, for for physical healing the need for solution, the need for answer. And James is saying that while we seek physical healing, we must not forget spiritual good standing. We must be concerned about the forgiveness to people's sins, the forgiveness for people's sins. And by extension, I understand that it means that we must be concerned about the salvation of people. Certainly pray for the people who are sick to be healed, but be concerned also that their sins are forgiven in Jesus Christ. The next thing I want us to touch on as we conclude is fellowship. The role of fellowship in healing for our bodies. It's interesting because Paul Sorry, James speaks to three groups of people in the passage we read. The first group are people who are suffering hardships. And he says they should pray. The second group are people who are happy. And he says they should sing praises. The third group are people who are sick. And he says they should invite elders of the church. To come and pray over them. Anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. And this, because James is a very practical writer. Let me just spend a minute on this. It does not mean that we necessarily need oil to pray for the sick in our day. But I understand that this use of oil was a practice in that time. So this was a, a, a med this even is is an endorsement that we can apply physical and spiritual methods at the same time to the same or a, a, a single condition a particular condition so this anointing with oil even though some have spiritualized it my understanding is that this is a physical method that is being and he says that they should do it in the name of the lord they should do it in the name of the lord so as you take the medicine you take the drugs you are doing it in the name of the lord hallelujah but what i wanted to observe what i wanted to point out is that this third group of people the apostle james begin to show us all, or, or begins to show us the role of the entire church or the role of the leadership or the role of fellowship in dealing with this third case, which is the case of sickness. We see that effective fellowship can help sick people get healed easily, more easily and more quickly. Let us read again and please pay attention to the times where fellowship is in the picture. Verse 14 in the NLT. So that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. So when it comes to sickness, we see call the elders of the church. We see offer prayer in faith for the person. We see confess your sins to each other. We see pray for each other. We see the earnest prayer of a righteous person and I want to believe in the context for another person, for the sick person, has great power and produces wonderful results. So, proper fellowship, effective fellowship, fellowship in which we are empathetic towards each other, fellowship in which we care about each other, fellowship in which we can carry the burden of one another, fellowship in which... I can go into hours of prayer. I can go into fervent, earnest prayer for my brother, for my sister, because he is not feeling well. Fellowship in which I can sustain prayer about the physical condition of a brother, the physical condition of a sister, the physical condition of a member, or a leader of the church. Fellowship in which the elders of the church can dedicate time, visitation, and prayer to encourage and to to help, to, to pray to God, to stand on behalf of the person who may be too sick to even open their mouth, who may be too weak to pray or who is just in a very discouraged state. That kind of fellowship is very effective in receiving healing for our sicknesses. That kind of fellowship is very effective in receiving healing for our sicknesses and i think that the, the 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 idea is that maybe the person is too weak the person is sick the person is is discouraged the person is disturbed and he says the prayer of the righteous you know we've used that verse selfishly several times and i would say it's totally wrong to use it for yourself but i think in the context he's talking about people standing in the righteousness of god people standing having good standing with god and interceding for someone who is sick possibly because the saint, but also possibly just because they, they, they are sick, they are ill. And he says that the fervent prayer in that case is effective. The fervent prayer in that case works. I want us to, 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 to learn from a group of friends in Jesus' ministry who stood in faith for their friend and Jesus' Looking at the fate of the friends healed the sick person. I'll just quickly look at that. This is a very extended version. Thank you if you've listened to this point. It is my prayer in the name of Jesus, in all earnestness, in all seriousness, in all sincerity, that the healing of God will reach you. For chronic diseases, let them leave you. For diseases in your bones, let them leave you. In the name of Jesus. Diseases in the head. Let them be gone. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Diseases in the liver. Diseases in the kidney. Diseases in the leg. In the limb. Diseases in the chest. In the heart. Diseases in the digestive system. Wherever in your body, in the name of Jesus, we ask for your healing. In the name of Jesus, we pray for your healing. We pray that you receive your healing, that you be made whole, you be made strong, you be made well. That you rise again. As James says that God will raise you to your feet again. God will cause you to rise again. In the name of Jesus, you've been down for so long. Rise up. Rise up in the name of jesus 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 be well in the name of jesus be healed in the name of jesus i we take this lesson <laughs> thank you heavenly father take this lesson from luke chapter 5 verse 17 and as we read um to a point and then and then uh, try to bring this podcast to a close trust god that you are a blessing you are being blessed heavily 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 in jesus name one day as he was let me take the nlt i think i'm beginning to prefer the nlt a lot these days one day while jesus was teaching some pharisees and teachers of religious law were sitting nearby It seemed that these men showed up from every village in all Galilee and Judea as well as from Jerusalem. And the Lord's healing power was strongly with Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. It is no coincidence. The Bible says, as Jesus was teaching, the Lord's healing power was strongly present. I pray in the name of Jesus. Father, let your healing power be strongly present in this podcast. Verse 18, some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a sleeping mat. They tried to take him inside to Jesus, but they couldn't reach him because of the crowd. So they went up to the roof and took off some tiles. Then they lowered the sick man on his mat down into the crowd right in front of Jesus. Oh father we give you glory. Verse 20. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the man, Young man, your sins are forgiven. Verse 21. But the Pharisees and teachers of the, the the Pharisees and teachers of religious law said to themselves, who does he think he is? That's blasphemy. Only God can forgive sins. 22, Jesus knew what they were thinking, so he asked them, Why do you question this in your hearts? Is it easier to say your sins are forgiven or stand up and walk? So I'll prove to you that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, Stand up, pick up your mat, and go home. 25, praise Jesus, 25, 25, 25. And immediately, as everyone watched, the man jumped up, picked up his mat, and went home, praising God. 26, let me add it, let me add it. Everyone was gripped with great wonder and awe, and they praised God, exclaiming, We have seen amazing things today. Wow, God will show himself strong in your case. I like us to take this lesson that they dropped. <laughs> this is this is a long podcast, but I trust you have been blessed. It says they tried to take him inside to Jesus and they were limited by the crowd. And so they went the extra mile of tearing off a roof in order to drop their paralyzed friend or brother into the crowd, not just into the crowd, but right in front of Jesus. And that is what Apostle James is also encouraging us, that we should bring sick people in front of Jesus in prayer. We should bring sick people in front of God in prayer. And he says the Lord will make them well. Now, verse 20, the Bible says that seeing their faith, seeing the faith of these men, the faith of the people, the faith of the intercessors, the faith of the men who were standing in the gap, the faith of the man who will not take no for an answer. The faith of the man who go the extra mile to bring their colleague, their friend before Jesus. The faith of the man who bring their friend, their brother, their colleague before Jesus in prayer. The faith of the man, not the faith of the man in any other thing, but the faith of the man was resting in Jesus. The faith of the man that Jesus can heal. And the expectation in them that Jesus will heal. The Bible says that Jesus saw their faith. And Jesus healed the man on the mat. It is my prayer in the name of Jesus. That the Lord will see the faith in my heart. And use it however small. Seeing my faith. May the Lord heal you in the name of Jesus. May the Lord heal you in the name of Jesus. And it is my prayer that God, through this podcast, will raise men and women who believe God enough on behalf of their friends, who believe God enough on behalf of their parents, who believe God enough on behalf of their children, who believe God enough on behalf, of people who are sick, and God will see their faith and heal the sick. God will see their faith and heal the sick. I pray that God will raise righteous men whose prayer, the Bible says, will be effective, powerful in healing sicknesses, as the Lord answers their prayer. In the name of Jesus, the Bible says that Jesus healed. Jesus healed this man, seeing the fate of the people who stood on his behalf. This man was paralyzed, but there were people standing on his behalf. This man was lying on a mat, but there were people standing, 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 standing on his behalf. May we stand on behalf of others. Bible says, James says, the prayer of the righteous, the endless prayer of the righteous availeth much. Wow, today I am learning that in context, that is not even about selfish prayers. It is about intercession. Who do you want to pray for this moment? Who do you want to pray for this moment? Who do you want to pray for this moment? We want to pray. We want to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. You have shown, you have shown, you have shown that you have power over our physical bodies. You have power over our mental health. You have shown it beyond any doubt through all the leaves of scriptures. And the Bible says that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Lord, as we lift prayer to you, as as we offer prayer of faith, as we offer these prayers of faith unto you, Lord we call for your healing heart. We call for your healing power. We call for your healing bread. We call for your healing word. Father be released. Let them be released. Father heal them in the name of Jesus. Heal this brother in the name of Jesus. Heal this sister in the name of Jesus. Heal this friend in the name of Jesus. Heal this person in the name of Jesus. Father if any sins have been committed. Father Father by your mercy heal them. By your mercy, forgive and heal them. By your mercy, O God. By your mercy, O God. By your mercy, O God. Forgive and heal them. Stretch your hand forth now, Father. And Lord, let them know that you are the God who heals. You are the God who heals. And in the name of Jesus, use this podcast, O God, to draw many unto yourself through your healing power. Through your healing power. Through your healing power. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We believe. That healing is the bread of the children. Like you said Jesus. And we believe. That you are. More than willing and able to do. Exceeding abundantly above what. We can ask. And what we can think about. Father we give you glory in the name of jesus lord sicknesses in the head sicknesses in the body sicknesses in the blood sicknesses in the bones sicknesses in the intestines every part of the body any part of the body lord the bible says that jesus was teaching and the lord's healing power was present father let your healing power flow flow now in the name of jesus Let your healing power flow, 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 flow in the name of Jesus. To your glory, O Lord. To your glory, O Lord. All manner of sicknesses, all manner of sicknesses, because it is no more about the doctors, it is no more about what is medically possible. It is no more about medical research and scientific breakthroughs. It is about you and what you can do and what you will do. Every sickness, all kinds of sickness, even undetected sicknesses, even unnamed sicknesses, undiscovered sicknesses, hidden sicknesses, chronic sicknesses, sicknesses that have been existing from birth, sicknesses that have troubled their children for so many years. Father, show forth your power, show forth your strength. Lord stretch your healing hands, stretch forth your healing power and deliver them from the pain, deliver deliver them from the shame, deliver them, even from their doubt, deliver them, deliver them, deliver them, deliver them. even from their guilt. Lord, bring them in right standing with you and Lord, Bring them in right standing with men. In the name of Jesus. Glory to you, Lord. Glory to you, Lord. Thank you for the healing. Thank you for the forgiveness. Thank you for the salvation. In Jesus' glorious name. Amen. glory to the lord god we thank god for today's episode it is my belief that it has been a blessing unto you i pray in the name of jesus that every blessing that god has delivered to you through this message is sealed in jesus name amen my name is Pius d Saonu, and i thank you for spending the past few where they few, no about 50 minutes or more on this podcast until i come your way again next week god bless you shalom peace bye